Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. We are finally done with our throwback series and I wanted to come on to do a quick check-in slash recap of my summer and recent travel. Before we start that, though, I want to wish the co-founder of this podcast, my co-host and best friend, Joy, a happy birthday. It's her Jordan year, everyone, so go show some love by wishing her a happy birthday. She's accepting positive reviews on Apple Podcasts as gifts. She can also give Melanin and Miles a follow on Instagram or listen to another episode besides the one you're listening to right now. We love it all. We actually love it all. But happy birthday, Joy, in all seriousness. Like, without you, this podcast would not exist. So we're so thankful and so happy that you're turning 23. Anyway, back to the purpose of this episode. This summer, I did a 10-week internship based out of UCLA that had me travel to Los Angeles, Catalina, uh, Catalina Island, which is like a small island off of like LA, maybe like an hour away. Um, Tahiti and Morea, which are both islands within French Polynesia. French Polynesia also has islands like Bora Bora. Um, there's a few others, like they're really small islands where like super rich people usually travel. Um, luckily though, I had an internship that was paying for my travel, so that made it nice. Uh, like I said, French Polynesia is in the middle of the Pacific. It's like an eight to nine hour flight from LA and like a seven to eight hour flight from Australia. There is literally nothing around but like other small islands and the ocean. I spent seven of my 10 weeks in Morea, only like a few days in Tahiti. And then I did two weeks in LA and one day in Catalina and one week was virtual. So that's how all of my 10 weeks added up in that virtual week. Like, thank you, COVID, for not allowing us to all meet in Los Angeles for one extra week because of travel restrictions. But yeah, so this is pretty much my summer. I'll just go into detail on what I did, uh, things I saw, what I enjoyed, what I hated, you know, just the basics. It's just a quick check-in, probably like a 10 or 15 minute episode. Um, so I had flew into LA for a few days just to start um, like meeting people. 
uh, met our instructors, the other interns and our um, like dive instructors while I was there, I was getting scuba certified. Um, I already came in with an open water certification and I'll talk more about like what that means later, but eventually I um, got more and more like certifications all the way up to master. But I'll go into detail on that later in the episode. Right now, I'm just going to talk about like what I did when I like got there. So I flew, flew into LA from Portland for a couple days. And then from LA, we flew to Tahiti. And I was really only in Tahiti for the airport and major stores because that's like the major island out of um, most of the French Polynesian islands. And we took a ferry from Tahiti for about like 45 minutes to get to Morea, which is where I actually was staying and living for my um, entire seven weeks. Um, let me think, what did I do in Tahiti? Oh, I stayed in a, like a hostel in Tahiti actually for one night. And I walked around kind of like the waterfront area by the ferry terminal and that was about it. I walked into like a couple stores. I didn't really do much. Really, Tahiti is the only reason I was in Tahiti is literally for the airport and any like major stores that we had to see. So then we took our ferry to get to Marea and I stayed on a research station for my internship. It's basically like um, a house, which was acted as dorms. There are, I think like eight bedrooms in the house or eight or seven bedrooms in that house and there were like three people in a bedroom and then there were also like different bungalows which were more like individual houses but they weren't they weren't the size of a full house they were more like studio apartments or like one bedroom apartments where only like two or three people may like stay in a bungalow and then uh, there are the research labs. There's like um, genetics labs. There's um, dirt labs where like, if you have like literally like you're studying like sediment, dirt, anything like wet, like that'll go in there. There were um, like labs outdoors where if you're trying to imitate like real like natural conditions, you would like do that outside. Um, there was a library, you know, it's just like the basic like university like science section when it comes to like ecology, evolution, biology, that type of thing. Um, so I really like the research station was fine. I enjoyed everything there. I liked the interns I was studying with. I liked my roommates. Everything was really cool. I was actually studying um, coral reef fish behavior and marine macroalgae while I was there. I won't get too crazy into details, but I definitely fell in love with my project. And I think it was really cool. One great thing about our internship is that like what we come out with, we can present it at international conferences. We um, will publish a paper on it. The study will be like in the books, which is like really cool um, from my perspective. But for those of you that are not like avid scientists or avid like um, marine or ecology, like, ecological scientists or you know what I mean <laughs> but I will not get into those details but it was a really cool project if you're interested feel free to dm me or the podcast and I will definitely like give you more information about it but anyway back to the island of Maria it's a very small island you can literally drive around the entire island in about one hour 
besides the villas, resort hotels, and touristy excursions, there is not much to do on that island. There are, like, it's basically like the grocery stores, um, some major tourist shops, a few restaurants and bars. But if you, like, want to go out on the town, party, shop, do more, you need to hop on that ferry and get back to Tahiti because that's where, like, the malls are. That's where, like, people are. That's where a lot is happening. Um, Like, the population of Marea is super small. I can't give you exact numbers, but, like, you know everyone on that island. Like, when you get there, you will probably meet, like, 99% of the people that, like, live there. Uh, Everyone else that's there is likely a tourist um most likely they are an american tourist um very few tourists are actually french coming from french like in french polynesia that flight is super long from france i don't know how the french actually colonized these islands but they somehow did but that's like the longest commercial flight is getting from france to french polynesia it's it's absurd it's like 24 hours like something ridiculous to get from France to French Polynesia but anyway back to Marea it is a beautiful place I will likely post a reel and a video or a vlog about it sometime before September so y'all can see I'll definitely post pictures with this podcast coming out but you will all see the beauty of the island the water is like clearer and cleaner than a freshly clean pool like it's that like light blue the water's so clear and then the coral reefs are beautiful they have some amazing hikes that allow you to see the entire island like when you get to the very top of the hill it's also super like a super green island lots of trees lots of like forest to walk through uh the food is also delicious lots of fresh seafood you're on an island makes sense um one of my really like like favorite meals to recommend is poisson cru it's like um it's a raw fish but they season it with like a bunch of different things um my favorite way to have it is the is like sweet where they make it with like pineapple another really popular fruit there <laughs> um it's it's just a really good meal uh the fruits that i highly recommend getting like the lychee pineapple and coconut like it's amazing. It don't taste like it does at home. It's so good. Like it grows everywhere. You can buy it off the street. You can buy it in the store. You can literally get it wherever. It's just like delicious fruits all the time. And then alcohol wise, rum is like their drink that they um, make pretty well out there. And you can get like literally like pineapple flavored rum or lychee flavored rum they also have like pineapple flavored wine which is really good I actually bought like a couple bottles of that at home because it was so good I couldn't uh let it go more things about Morea though is that it is expensive and that's probably the thing that like I did not like the most about the island the currency is French Pacific francs and um it's not really that hard to like convert that into U.S. dollars it's about like they'll add two extra zeros to the end of the number so if something costs like 600 franc then that would be like six dollars about like the, I mean like currency changes frequently but like that is about how much you'd be paying 
So like, but, but like I was saying, Moray is really expensive. Like I would buy a box of cereal for like 800 francs, which is like eight USD where you could definitely get it in the US for like three USD. So I just, I was stressed. Like I never wanted to buy anything because I was just like so annoyed with how much things cost. Um, I bought like a bathing suit out there and it was honestly a cheap one. I just needed like something quick and it would be like 7,500 francs, which is about 75 USD. And it was a cheap bathing suit. It wasn't even like that great of a bathing suit. I was so upset, but whatever. Anyway, but I highly recommend that you do not shop at those big touristy spots Instead, if, like if you're looking for souvenirs, go find some locals on the side of the street that's selling stuff out of a cart for like those souvenirs. Things will be so much cheaper. You don't have to pay like $80 for a bathing suit. You don't need to pay like $15 for a postcard. Something ridiculous. Like the prices are outrageous. The only thing I would recommend you go to the store for is like if you want to buy like that alcohol to take home like if you want to buy rum if you want to buy wine um like I highly recommend the pineapple wine so good I would go to an actual like store for that they do have um uh what's that place called it's called like a the juice bar it's like the juice factory or the juice bar something like that and they sell like you can tour the factory see how like the rum and the wine all that is made and then they sell their rum and wine and the juice the actual juice bar and you can like sample it and you can buy like these really like big bottles or small bottles depending what you want of different liquors and wines and it's it's a really nice place I highly recommend that was a really fun place to go while we were there Anyway, so also while I was in Maria, I advanced my scuba certification. I mentioned this before. I had already come in with my open water certification through PADI, which is just like a scuba organization. But while I was in Maria, I obtained my rescue diver, advanced rescue diver, and master diver certifications with NAWI. NAWI is just another scuba organization, but... Um, like now we and Patty, it doesn't matter like if I had Patty before and now we now, like it doesn't matter as long as it's with some certified place, which Patty and Nawi are both certified. I also gained my AAUS scientific diving, and AAUS is like the only like scientific diving organization, at least in the States. So that was really cool because I can like use that for my like CV, my resume. I can get into more job opportunities or grad school opportunities being scientifically certified. Over the whole summer, I had logged about 70 dives. So I was basically diving or snorkeling every day, sometimes like twice a day or three times a day, depending like what my project required, what like friends were doing, like what I wanted to do. I was just basically living in the water all summer, which was super cool for me because I love the water, but it may not be that fun for you if you don't. If you're interested in learning how to dive, feel free to DM us or DM me on Instagram. My dive instructor was so helpful. He's such a nice guy and he's always looking to get people involved in diving. Like if you have even a small interest and you're like, if you're not a strong swimmer, but you think it would be cool to just see like what diving is like, like, don't worry about it. Like you could still go. Diving is such an easy sport. Like you don't need to be the strongest swimmer in the world to be a good diver.
So after Maria in Tahiti, I finally made it back to LA. And after living on a very isolated island for nearly two months, I went crazy in LA. I was going out. I didn't care what was going on. I also, I was definitely safe. One thing I did not talk about for my time in um, being in all these places, I was getting tested for COVID like two to three times a week. Um, Sometimes like two to three times in one day, especially if I was traveling, like if I was going on the plane or um, taking a ferry. Um, I had to take like regular questionnaires about like how I was feeling. Uh, I came in already vaccinated. I had been vaccinated like in March or February earlier this year. So we were definitely like as safe as possible. We knew like we were not spreading COVID at all. We knew we were not getting COVID. Um, we're asymptomatic. Like we weren't we, we weren't asymptomatic with COVID. Like we had negative test results every time um, we were getting tested. So I just want to put that out there. Like I understand COVID is still a very real thing and it's super scary because like the Delta variant and all these different variants are now coming out. But uh, like UCLA was not playing. They wanted to make sure like we were tested and we were like being taken care of and that we were not the cause of any like major incidents. Also, like people were not allowed to stay on the research station if they were not tested like a million times and they were guaranteed to not have COVID. So it was, we were living in a bubble while we were there. And like back in LA, like I said, we were getting tested all the time once again. Anyway, but once we got back to LA, you know, I was going out because I had been living in a bubble for like literally two months. I got my hair done, nails done. I went shopping, saw the movies, saw some movies um, that I missed that dropped this summer. Um, I got, I went to like Century City Mall. Like I was just doing it all. I fell in love with Santa Monica. I fell in love with Long Beach. Um, I went bar hopping. I did a few happy hours, ate lots of different foods. Like I said, I loved the food in Morea, but there are certain things that are just not available like Mexican food, sushi, soul food, things that just weren't there on the island. But back in LA, I went crazy on because I was missing that so bad. I even hit a club downtown. I think it's called The Reserve. It was a really nice spot. Like you go downstairs and it has like these little like like vault doors that you walk through. It was really cool. Like I would, I would recommend going. It's a nice like hip hop club. But overall, it was a great time in LA. I was actually staying in Westwood, which is where UCLA is located. Um, Westwood is cute, but it definitely gives those college town vibes. You'll pass by like the frat parties, you know, like frats walking down the street, lots of like 18 and 22 year olds having a great time and very like UCLA themed things on every block. Like there'll be like the bookstore, the actual store, an academic building, like it's a just UCLA and Westwood pretty much. But while we were in LA, we did take a day trip to Catalina Island. Um, we took a dive boat out and it was like an hour and a half ride. And we basically went diving around the island. Um, the Catalina is also very small, um, like population wise, probably like the same size as Morea, but like geographically a little bit bigger maybe. 
um we went diving through this kelp forest and we saw lots of really cool things we saw like sea turtles seals horn sharks different fish it was literally like something through an aquarium very cool if you're interested in diving I definitely recommend Catalina it's a beautiful place the only thing that I would say is bad about it is that the water is cold it's it's cold compared to the south pacific like in Morea, you know the water temperature would be like 80 something degrees you know we were you didn't need a wetsuit you could literally just go out there in your bathing suit and go diving like 40 feet under and feel perfectly fine you would also see lots of cool things there like anemones and different corals sea turtles octopus different fish it was also really cool there but um Catalina you just see different really cool things and the water is definitely cold you need a very thick wetsuit <laughs> some may wear like gloves and a hood too because it's not the warmest water you'll be in um but you will see super cool things like I said sea turtles, seals horn sharks um you'll see dolphins sometimes it's just like an amazing place to be Overall, I had a very eventful summer. I am tired. I just got back to Portland like three days ago, I think. Like, I don't even remember what day it is right now. That's how like overwhelmed I am and just trying to like settle again. Like at this point, um, I just started unpacking and I literally have so much crap all over the place. It's a little... um a little stressful but I knew I had to get this episode recorded because I probably never would have done it today and like the episode would come out super late if I did not start now but I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you learned lots about French Polynesia and uh, my internship I definitely recommend visiting if you could find a free way to do it like I did go for it please go crazy if not I would get to saving ASAP because everything out there is super expensive. The hotels, the food, the stores, all of it is very expensive. Tahiti might be a bit cheaper, but like places like Bora Bora, Morea, like those islands, insane. So yeah, I all I can do is say save because they are very expensive places. Um but I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Um, also, go back and listen to some old episodes if you have been, um, if you're not caught up on all of the interviews or on the throwback episodes. We love to hear your feedback. We love to know like what you want to hear. And yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening.